Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. In Latin, Magna Vita means great life. Every week, we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional success. We present the best practices and principles to help us build a great life. Last week, we talked about the importance of purpose and support. This week, we listened to 26 episodes. The three best ones talked about the power of focus and red teaming. Before the bonus part of the episode, we want to give you a shout out. There's a lot that you could be doing right now. You could be checking social media or watching Netflix. Instead, you are taking time to become better for those around you. Thank you for being here. And thank you for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It makes such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. Moving on to the bonus section, last week we talked about purpose. And something we wanted to touch on this week is that we can find purpose in the small, simple, daily things. It doesn't have to be serving in the military or working on a big mission or project it can be on something small and to illustrate that we wanted to share two stories the first is the story about the three bricklayers after the great fire of 1666 that leveled london the world's most famous architect christopher wren was commissioned to rebuild saint paul's cathedral One day in 1671, Wren observed three bricklayers on a scaffold, one crouched, one half standing, and one standing tall, working hard and fast. To the first bricklayer, Wren asked the question, what are you doing? To which the bricklayer replied, I'm a bricklayer. I'm working hard laying bricks. The second bricklayer responded, I'm a builder. I'm building a wall. But the third bricklayer, the most productive of the three and the future leader of the group, when asked the question, what are you doing, replied with excitement, I'm a cathedral builder. I'm building a great cathedral. And the message that I think is so powerful with this story is that they were all doing the same job, but they were able to find, one of them was able to find a strong purpose in that job. He wasn't caught up in the grind and the monotonous work. Instead, he was focused on the big picture, how he could help and serve. He was focused on what people would do with what he was building. And so in our work, we might not be building a cathedral, but if we're interacting with people, we can always find purpose in helping lift them by being more kind, more loving, whatever it may be. The second story that also illustrates this principle is when President John F. Kennedy visited NASA. He saw a janitor mopping up the floor. He asked, JFK asked the janitor what his job was at NASA. And the gentleman said, I'm helping send a man to the moon. So it's again, it's this idea and this important principle that we don't need to get caught up in trying to find the perfect job and we don't need to beat ourselves up if we're not working on what we've always wanted or if things aren't going perfectly at work or at home. 
we can always find something small to give us purpose and to give us meaning in our daily life. The first podcast from this week is The Tim Ferriss Show. This week, Tim interviewed Gary Keller, the co-founder, chairman, and CEO of Keller Williams, the world's largest real estate franchise. Gary is also the best-selling author of The One Thing, the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. Gary is known for talking about focus, which is what the majority of this is about, but first he started by sharing a powerful point about humility. Gary said he believes in business by the book, and he went on to say that what he means is we should follow the playbook of people who are already succeeding. I love that idea because I think too often we try to recreate the wheel. We try to do something or go down a path without researching and learning from people who have already walked that path. We don't have to go through those same pain points and difficulties. We can learn from them and because of that we can stand on the shoulders of giants. Moving on to focus, it was interesting, Gary said the largest real estate firm in his area when he was getting started didn't hire him because they said people didn't like him. And the reason they didn't like him was because they said he was almost ruthlessly focused on reaching his goal. He wasn't afraid to tell people if they were hurting him or making it so that he couldn't reach his goal. So obviously there's got to be a balance. I, I think we can, you can do both. You can protect relationships and still be focused. But it shows how necessary it is to really focus and decide for ourselves what's most important or else other people will decide for us. And a great example of this was after Gary had created a really successful company, they started to struggle and things weren't going well. And Gary said in the middle of the storm, in a really tough time in his business, he took a whole year off to redesign it, to think about how it could be more effective. And that's such a powerful example of not being afraid to step back and analyze the situation to see what is gonna be the best step moving forward. I think a lot of times we get so busy and we just try to keep our head above water, but Gary shows that if we can focus on what's important, but maybe not urgent, where usually it's flipped, we focus on what's urgent, but not important. So if we can be proactive, it might be short-term pain, but it will give us long-term gain. And then Gary talked about some tactical things that he does to help him focus. The first is he uses a monthly at-a-glance planner so that he can quickly see where his energy and time are going. It also helps him to look back and reflect to make sure that he is focusing on what matters most. And then he, he taught a really great principle about how to be focused and how to get work done. Gary said, the goal is to have a great day by noon. Then let the events of the morning drive your afternoon. I really like this idea of building momentum, controlling what we can control first thing in the morning. It goes back to the seven habits of highly effective people when Stephen Covey talked about putting first things first. When we do that, we won't have any regrets at the end of the day. 
Gary said, this is the 80-20 principle on steroids. Once you've done the most important thing by noon, then you can be distracted, spontaneous, you can relax and focus on other things, even trivial things, and it won't harm you because you've already had a great day by noon. And the next day you'll wake up and be focused again, at least until noon. I like this because it's realistic. It's not saying the whole day we're gonna work crazy hard and finish everything on our to-do list, but it's saying, what can I do from now until noon in the morning? Let me knock that out and then I can do other things. Another tactic that Gary shared was time blocking. So he said, rather than being distracted or trying to multitask, he said he time blocks, which for example, he'd give himself one hour to focus on a project. And he said he looks at this time like going to the movies. When you're at the movies, you're completely focused on one thing. We're not checking our phone or social media or worried about other projects. We just get done what matters most. Gary said, if you make your moments matter by being fully present in them, then everything else falls into place. Another tactic that is an overarching principle for all of these is what Gary calls the focus question. He said, every moment, ask yourself, what's the one thing if I do right now, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? And he said, part of the answer to that question is to set up your environment for success so that you can focus on the one thing that matters most. And he had a great quote where he said, a clear path to a lesser goal is the problem. Too often we set our sights too low. And that's why his billboard, the question that Tim Ferriss often asks, if you could have a billboard to get a message to thousands of people, what would it say? Gary said his billboard would say, think big, aim high. And he shared a Warren Buffett quote about this. And Buffett said, the habits of our lives are too loose to be noticed until they're too tight to be broken. Aiming high helps us to proactively build the best habits. The second and last podcast from this week comes from The Art of Manliness. They interviewed Bryce Hoffman, the author of the book Red Teaming, How Your Business Can Conquer the Competition by Challenging Everything. Red Teaming, if you haven't heard of it before, is essentially creating a system to play devil's advocate. I was really fortunate when I was working at the Pentagon to see how this works in a work setting. I had a great leader and we were planning a conference on resilience. And as we were working through, she before we even started, she had a step back and she asked us, how could we fail? And that question was so powerful because it forced us to think through different things that could go wrong. And when we had asked those tough questions, we were able to plan for them and to avoid them and to overcome those obstacles. Bryce says that with red teaming, the first step is to check your key assumptions. Ask yourself what has to happen for them to be true. 
Don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. Red teaming is really helpful for businesses. It's used by the military and successful companies to test different courses of action to make the most effective decisions. But red teaming is also a powerful tool for our personal life. We can ask ourselves what could go wrong in this situation, whether that's if we're trying to decide what school to go to, what job we should take, or even something as simple. It's the holiday season. We could ask ourselves what could go wrong with this holiday family dinner, and we can plan and prepare for those situations so that we can avoid the tough times, so that we can be ready for them. Because as Bryce said, we can't see our own blind spots. We need someone to go through and red team with us, to test our thinking and to help us see what we're missing. And he also suggested to wrap this up that we conduct a pre-mortem analysis, that we ask ourselves, what is the worst that could happen? How could we fail? Then work back and plan for how to avoid it. In closing, we hope these tactics and tools about focus and red teaming help you or someone you know this week to build a great life. Thank you again for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It really does make such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. And thank you for listening. We know your time is super valuable. It means a lot that you're here. Thank you.